Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Hello and welcome. I am Kate Boone and today I have with me Rifuilwe Kaba, a wife and mother to two beautiful boys. Her passion for empowerment, as well as our communities, is seen in her commitment to enterprise development through academia and practice. Her theoretical knowledge is focused on small businesses with a particular inclination towards businesses owned and managed by women. When it comes to practice, she's the founder and CEO of Glow Looks, an African cosmetic company that manufactures hair care products for women, men, and children of African descent. Her passion for empowerment is seen in her role in training and equipping small businesses in the free state as part of the MTN Foundation Entrepreneurship Development Program. She has held learnership positions in various academic and community organizations, including Enactus, the UFS Postgraduate Student Council, the UFS EMS Faculty Advisory Board. And that's not even the end of her bio, but wow. Rafile, welcome again. How are you doing today? Good morning, Kate. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm good. I'm excited to be here and I'm just ready to dive in. Great. So we're going right, to dive right in. <laughs> and before we unpack your job and the work that mm. you do, tell me about the best day in your career. When was it and what happened? So, Kate, um, I'm going to focus on my entrepreneurial journey um, because I'm currently both in academia and entrepreneurship. The best day of my entrepreneurial journey is when I entered, not even won, because I won the pitch and polish engine competition in 2017. But the best day for me was when I entered because I had just started my business. I had no backup in terms of experience, but I knew that this fire in me is going to carry me through. And it did from regional to provincial up until national uh, stages. So that fire, which is still what's carrying me today, I still remember and I don't stop talking about it because it really starts there with you settling yourself in the journey and going for it. Definitely. That sounds such like, like a, such a beautiful memory for you. And so you studied a BCom in economics. Mm -hmm. Then you went to a BCom honors in business management yes. and then a master of commerce in entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and ultimately acquired your doctorate. Tell me a bit about your journey from being a student to a professional. Was it a straightforward or very torturous road for you, especially because you went the long haul? First, I have to correct you. I'm still busy with my PhD, <laughs> just to respect all the PhD holders. I'm still in the journey. Um, but I think, it, it, it. I mean, there's no journey, I believe, that is of purpose, number one, that is of impact, not only for yourself, but for people, for other people, that is just going to be, you know, straight and, you know, just as it is. So, um, for example, when I started with the economics, that was really mostly influenced by my parents, obviously. Um, okay, you're the first, you know, child to go to varsity. We want the best for you. We don't want you to struggle after getting this degree. What's the best option? Because I already came from a commerce background. So the best was, okay, I had to choose between accounting and economics. I'm like, I'm not doing numbers. I'll do economics. I did it. I did well, but I was not fulfilled 
And thankfully, going into my honors, I the last time my parents paid for my studies was in my undergrad. So from honors up until now, my PhD, I've been self-funding through bursaries and scholarships. So then I said, okay, guys, I got a bursary. Can I just do what I want to do now? So then I said, okay, my passion is really in business. Okay, what about business? I said marketing, and there were other um, there were other themes in that in that in that degree. So I did my honors, I did my masters, and currently busy with my PhD proposal. Still focusing on entrepreneurship. Um, a lot has happened in between from my first job at CDS um, to teaching to training entrepreneurs. And to finally finding myself at a position where I'm now, I'm a lecturer at, you know, at Edivos. I'm also a lecturer at, at the University of the Free State, focusing on masters and undergraduate students. But I think, you know, the details of it are too lengthy to go into, into them now. But I think the main thing that carried me is the fact that I made a decision. So regardless of the yeses, the noes, the take a left, take a right. I just made a decision to say this is what I want and I'm going to go for it. That's, I think that's very, very insp inspirational. And I think I must also just mention that I think that was also me putting it out in the universe oh. that you've already acquired it. Girl. So girl, you receive it. I take it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so let's say what you studied and what you're doing now and, and being in the entrepreneurial space was out of the question. And do you think you'd really see yourself anywhere else? And what else would you have liked to do? You know what? I, I always tell people I would probably have been a teacher. Um, and particularly to the, let's say grade zero, 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 let's say four to nine. Why? I love their truth. I love their genuinity. I love their open-mindedness. I love how they absorb and they are so trusting of what they receive. And I mean, if we can just nurture, protect that, fill it up. I mean, that's where it starts, really. And you'll obviously see it unfold as the individual grows up. But again, it still takes me back to teaching, which is really what is at the core of my heart. Definitely. I can hear it and how you speak about it. Now, back to real life. <laughs> what makes you really good as an entrepreneur and to be for you to be so outstanding at, at your job? You know what? If I can wrap it up or sort of put it into one concept or word, I'd say being adaptable. Because the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that we are giving solutions to social ills to economic ills but we decide what that solution is we just have to make it make sense to the consumer so that freedom of you know originality of being able to be creative um is what i love because the other side is that you also still need to be adaptable to competition just as you are able to create you need to sustain that creation so it helps you get in, but then it also keeps you in the game. So that's one thing that I really think I've been able to um, maintain at the core of Glowlux is just being able to adapt to the environment, to the consumer, adapt the, the, sometimes it's not adapting the product. Sometimes it's adapting how you sell the product or how you reach your consumer. So I'd say really being able to adapt is, is something that's very important. 
I agree with you. And I think adding on to what you've also just said about having that ability to be adaptable, mm. if someone now would really be listening to this interview and listening to you as you're speaking and sharing your journey and your experience, wanted to also pursue a similar career path and a similar career as you, what would you say is the best way for them to prepare themselves? Also that, I mean, there are a lot of other lessons and there's a lot of advice that we can give. But I'd say it's really ensuring that you remain um, at the cutting edge. So you're not an option. You are the preferred choice in everything, not in business, in everything. So from when you're studying, be the cutting edge student. I know, you know, you don't want to be the teacher's pet or you don't want to seem like, listen, in the long run, you're building up habits that are going to help you stand out. They're going to help you stand out in your field whether it's career, whether it's business, because at the end of it, the results you see are because of you and what you're filling yourself up with, especially, you know, in business, let's bring it back to Glow Looks. I'm still in emergence phase. So emergence, startup, what you see in the business is directly linked to the entrepreneur. So be cutting edge, stick to what it is that you meant to deliver, what you promised, and obviously just continue to build yourself up so that you're not just an option, but that people really, when they think about your space, they think about you and they're not willing to compromise. Definitely. I like that. Don't be an option, be the preferred choice. And now when we talk about the reality of just working and, you know, having a business mm. and careers, no job is just good. <laughs> and what I re regularly also hear from entrepreneurship is how challenging it is to you also as a person. So what would you say is the hard or the mundane part of what you do? Sure. Also in that, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know if you can pick it up from my answers, but I really like giving a holistic answer because there's so many mm. layers in what I'm saying, but I obviously can't go into too much detail. But what I would say is the fact that I believe entrepreneurship is a calling. And you know when something calls you, it does not leave you. So we have this burden to continue regardless, regardless of what's happening. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, you have to keep showing up. Whether it's good at home, you have to show up. Whether it's good with you, you have to show up. So I'd say the, the mundane thing about this journey is the fact that you don't have a choice. And even if you decided to leave or to change from this one to that one, it does not let you go. So it really, that's the mundane part. But I guess I'd want to add the fact that we really have to take care of ourselves as entrepreneurs, as professionals in whatever sphere. And the fact that, and also it just brings me back to, um, I was thinking about this thing that we hear often, the fact that, um, you know, it's lonely, it's a lonely journey or it's a lonely journey at the top. I used to take it literally thinking that, you know, there's no support or you left on the outskirts alone. But the loneliness comes with the burden because nobody helps you with that burden. It's yours to carry alone. So it's really important for us to take care of ourselves. But that's really the, the mundane part about this journey. Honestly, that was such a beautiful and holistic response, like you said. So just to wrap it up, share with us one secret about your job, something that no one else from the outside would never guess about it. 
Okay, uh, a secret. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a secret, but it's a flex for me. Um, so we formulate our own products. I was part of an incubator in 2021 during COVID um, to improve the formulations of our products. They are the only cosmetics incubator in South Africa. Then Joburg um, came in. C-H-E-M-I-N for anybody who would want to go into cosmetics, check them out, they assist you with formulations. So the fact that we were able to take our business from formulating basic formulations, kitchen formulations, we really stepped it up um, and we brought in the scientific side um, without even me having to study it. But that help is there and it's really assisted in boosting the quality of our products, the effectiveness of our products. So for me, that's a flex. I don't know if it's a secret. I don't want it to be a secret. <laughs> I want you to know that, you know, these are proper, proper quality products that we are putting out into the world. Amazing. So Rafile, we're going to also get now to what I usually say is my favorite part of the interview because it's very light. You don't yeah. have to think too much about it. So I'm going to just give you an options. It's a this or that question. So don't think too long. What I give you options of, you just uh, say at the top of your head. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Both. <laughs> Remote <laughs> or on-site? Remote. Every morning I? Am thankful. And lastly, my favorite word is? Faith. And you had to think about the last one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, had to, it had to mean something. Definitely. Yeah. Faith. I'd say faith. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed this conversation and I really hope that anyone who's listening can really hear how passionate you are about this work and the fact that entrepreneurship is a calling. It needs to be something that you believe is what you really are meant to do. So thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Kate. And I hope really this conversation touches where it's supposed to touch. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.